to like how we wanted to introduce this. So I'm just going right. to say hi to everyone. Um, welcome to the Brown Babe Field Notes podcast. Kind of a mouthful. Um, the the intro is going to get smoother as y'all listen. Promise. Uh, but my name is Chris. I am one half of the Brown Babe Field Notes podcast. Um, and my other co-host. So I'm Chanel. Um, I'm the other half. Um, we're excited that you all just came to join us and hear what we have to say. And we're definitely looking forward to smoothing out some kinks as we go. Right. Um, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about was actually the journey of the podcast. Um, just kind of how it came to be, the process of getting it off the ground, um, and then other things such as like what we what we're looking forward to and what kind of like fears or like hesitations we have. Um, so I can start. I, I know I brought up the idea of, oh, actually, I don't know. Should we do um, like the podcast stuff first or like how we actually like got to meet each other? Because I feel like that also plays a role. That's a good point. Um Let's do our origin story. Let's do our origin story. Okay. Um, so Chanel and I met in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, about two years ago. Um, so still like pretty early on in the pandemic, like December 2020 or whatever. Um, so I am not actually from Raleigh. I'm from Durham, but I moved to Raleigh for work in 2019. Then of course, a couple of months later, the pandemic happened. Um, and so it wasn't until maybe like the fall that I was able to start to meet people and make friends and whatnot. Um, and so I actually met Chanel through someone else. We, um, were at, Applebee's of all places um and it was trash um but I remember um that was my first time meeting Chanel and um I thought I just thought she was like she was hilarious um yeah yeah um so like Chris said we did meet through a mutual friend um and it was interesting like when I first saw her she had pink braids she was wearing like this like big pink jacket um and I was just like, oh, she's so cute. Um, and then, like, she was, like, younger than me. So I was like, oh, my God, she's just so cute. And I just like the personality. I was like, okay, like, I like this girl's vibe. Um, and that's that's how we met. Right. Um, and I remember after we met, I was like, dang, I really want her to come um, on the cabin trip. Yeah. Um, and so for context... The group of girls that I met a couple of months before Chanel and I met had planned a cabin trip uh, in a couple of months for one of our one of the girls' birthdays. Um, and by that point, like everything was pretty much like already booked. Um, but I like really wanted Chanel to to come just because I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to lose her. Um, so, so, yeah, um, usually I'm not that good when it comes to like having friend crushes and then actually doing something about it. I feel like I'm very much a just kind of long from afar and think of what could have been. Um, so I don't really remember how we got to talking on our own. 
Um, cause I know there was a group chat. Um, and yeah, cause I'm also like pretty shy. So I'm like, I don't know how we actually ever got to communicating on a regular basis. But I remember like, even by the summertime, you were like coming over to my place. We were like hanging out and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah I can't remember how we actually got to being like. So I think we had like, the group chat. Um, I know the first time after we hung out, one day we all went to like a Mexican spot. Do you remember when we went there? No. Oh my gosh. So we had went to this Mexican spot and that's when I like actually like got like others like numbers. Um, and I think in the group chat at some point, um, Chris was talking about like plants and I was like, oh my God, I have houseplants too. I love plants. And I think that's when we started, like, I started, like, coming by your place and stuff like that. Um, but I think as far as, like, when I got, like, your number and I, like, had you as, like, an individual contact in my phone. Because some people just save everyone's numbers in the group chat. Um, but normally I don't because I'm, like, we have this group chat to communicate. Especially if the group, like, when you're in a group sometimes, like, the group ties certain people together. Um, and they're, like, otherwise, like, I wouldn't really, like, talk to that person on their own. Um, and it's interesting because both Chris and I was using Bumble BFF, but I had never seen her on B Bumble BFF, like prior to us meeting. And I had been on it for a while. Um, the friend we met through, she, that's why, that's how I met her. So it was so interesting that I hadn't, I literally didn't see Chris on Bumble BFF until maybe like a year and a half after I knew her. It was a long <laughs> so time. So that was, and yeah. like, we didn't live super far from each other or anything. That, that's so yeah. strange. Um, for me, it's hit or miss. Like, if I meet someone and I'm like, wow, like, I need this person in my life, um, I'll shoot my friend shot, for sure. I mean, I think Bumble BFF has kind of gotten me out of the kind of, like, nervous, like, damn, like, that person's really a vibe. Like, you want to be my friend? Like, check yes or no. You know what I mean? Um, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I'll tell them. Black women, like, I'll tell you quick, like, you're so pretty. Like, I love your energy. Like, I love your hair. Like, yes, I'm in a grocery store. And I'm like, girl, you ain't have to do us like that. Not in the self-checkout aisle. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's just like, how I move. Um, But, yeah, that is how yeah. I That's an interesting conversation about, like, uh, shooting your shot when it comes. Is my light on? Um. It's a, it's an interesting conversation, child. And my my scarf is coming out. No, um, that's an interesting conversation about or topic rather about shooting your shot when it comes to friends because we pretty much always hear it as it relates to um, you know couples partnering that kind of thing. And I think it's also interesting in general when it comes to shooting your shot um, in this day and age where a lot of the social interactions, whether they are seasoned or brand new, are pretty much digital, whether that's through social media, Instagram, Twitter, or through an app, whether that's yeah. like Bumble BFF or Bumble Date, Hinge, Tinder, or whatever. Um, so I'm just thinking about like how, for me at least, it's so much easier for me to like shoot my shot if I'm like on Bumble BFF and everything. Um, because at least I know we're both on there 
presumably for the same reason. Um, I feel like people aren't on there, like are never as desperate as I am for like social interaction. Um, but if I see someone who like, you know, mentions like my keywords, like intersectionality, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, all this other stuff, plants, yoga, um, roller skating, yeah. I'm immediately like, oh my God, I want to meet this person. And then I don't really have so much of a problem with saying, oh my God, I'm so glad we matched, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But if it was another situation where like I met someone through someone else and I was like, this person is so cool. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to just go up and be like, I want to be your friend. Cause yeah. I feel like, especially with girls, yeah. um, you can do that, but it's still more so just like a, oh yeah, you too. You're so sweet. Let's follow each other on Instagram. And I'm like, right. uh, Instagram is where relationships go to die in <laughs> my experience. I hate when someone's uh, like on this social, I'm like, like, please, like, like let's you not be um, And you bring up a good point. I think it's also hard with groups because it's like, does this person like, like me the same as this person? Like, I, I, I've always kind of been in like, um, like a group or clique of sorts, even when I was in high school, like I have my best friend, but then we had like another friend and we were all best friends. And then she had her like own group branched off. So it's like. It's sometimes hard in a group because to a certain extent, you're like, okay, like these other women are probably also looking for friendship. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's just like this like weird territory where it's like, because you might be in a group and like someone's vibe out of the group more than the others. Like I might like person A's vibe over, over person B's. And that doesn't mean like I can't be friends with both, but there's going to be people who resonate more with you and your spirit. You know what I mean? So you're going to cling to those people more. Um, and to a certain extent, prioritize building a relationship with that person more than the other person. So I don't know. I'm interested in how people who have like group groups, like navigate that. Um, because yeah, of course you're not gonna, you're not gonna be the same kind of friend with every single person in the group. Right. Like sometimes it's just a matter of like, we're cordial, like we're cool. Like we hang out, but I don't know, like, especially like large group friends where it's like, oh, this is my girls group. And it's like five, six girls. I'm like. You vibe with right. all those bitches, like every single one. Cause right. I just this normally was just like I gravitate toward, even with like this is a complete tangent, but even with like dating, we talk to multiple people, but once someone kind of stands out to me, I'm like, mm, like I naturally invest more in the person that I'm interested in by default. So Right. Um, and then I feel like when it comes to groups, um like you know, like you were saying five plus or whatever and how we tend to just naturally um, develop uh, more, more of a closeness with maybe like one other person as opposed to like maybe the other four in the group. Um, And so then I feel like that makes it difficult to navigate um, like social interactions because I'm thinking, okay, if, I'm in a group of like maybe five girls. We all have like our cute little group chat, yada, yada, yada. And maybe we have like a a routine get together, like brunch or dinner, whatever. Um, But there are times when maybe I just want to like run some errands and I I don't want to coordinate with four other 
people. So I'm like, let me just, you know, reach out to my my actual bestie, the one right. I vibe with the most. Yeah. And then I feel like if you were to do that and then other people, other, the other people in the group found out, it'd be like, well, why wasn't I invited? <laughs> or like um, if you're texting them separately and y'all got like your own inside joke, it's like, oh, you you some real any kind of bitches, huh? Like, it's like, no, nothing like that. Whoa. Even if it's something they're not interested in, like if I'm in a group of five and two of us got dogs and go to the dog park, why are you who are dogless mad? Why? Right. Like, what was, what was yeah. you going to do? You without a dog. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, ooh. And I'm like, I wonder if like guys and guy groups have that same issue. Like if it's like, mm -hmm. if you hear like snuffing and huffing, I have a little dog. She's right here. And she's like, and she wants me to pick her up and I'm not going to pick her up. So, but yeah, it's very, it's, it's like, ugh, I don't want to hurt feelings. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm someone who's really conscious of how I show up in a space. Right. And not even, I think people sometimes confuse that with being someone who cares what people think. Right. Or people always make caring what people think a negative thing. When in reality, okay. I feel like a certain amount of self-awareness, like you're going to be aware of how you are existing in a space, how you're navigating relationships, how you're navigating conversations, others' feelings, especially if you care about them. You know what I mean? So it's not even a matter of like, oh, like you care too much what other people think. Ah, ah, ah. No, like I just wouldn't want to hurt anyone's feelings unintentionally when like that's not even the vibe. You know what I mean? Like some things are like super avoidable um, or like miscommunications. And I feel like a lot of times like friendships disintegrate for that reason, because like, especially amongst women, like you feel a way, like you start to kind of like harbor it and like hold on to it because you don't want to seem like you're doing too much. And now it's like beefy, you know what I mean? Like now we move and mixy for no reason. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's something that I also struggle with balancing um, where it comes to uh, being self-aware and understanding how I show up in a space versus caring about what other people think of me. Because um, for me, at least, it can be a thin line. Like, sometimes I am more so like, okay, I'm aware of, like, how I'm taking up the space, but I don't really care whose feelings I'm hurting. Right. Like, for instance, if I'm in a meeting or in a group of people or whatever – um, and I'm keeping quiet because I'm like, y'all, y'all really don't want to hear my mouth if you ask me. And then they ask me, I'm be like, I'm gonna be real with you, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. Because I don't, I don't really say that. But I'm just open the floor. So yeah, so when it comes to that kind of situation, then that's one thing. But I feel like most of the times I'm very hyper aware of how I take up space um, and how people receive me. Um, which I feel like, I don't, I don't know if that's the same thing. Um, how, how I take up space. Like, I don't know if there's a difference between worrying about how people receive you and worrying about what people think. Maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm rambling at this point. All that to say is like, sometimes for me, I feel like it's hard to distinguish the two or balance the two. Because um, I feel like, it comes down to the root, like, okay, are you aware of how you take up space right. just because you're empathetic and self-aware, or are you hyper-aware of the way you take up space because, like, as, like, some type of um, uh, trauma response. Right. Not trauma response, but um, 
like due to uh, past trauma or whatever, where you're like, okay, I have to be aware of how I take up space because I have to be able to predict other people's emotions so I can be prepared. Um, So I guess it comes down to the root of it, but I think like you said, it is a, it's a thin line. Um, And I think like a big part of what differentiates the two is like, are you filtering like who you are to accommodate others? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. If it's something that can be easily switched on and off, like if there's somebody who's like Mormon, I have a friend who's Mormon or uh, very religious and like cursing like might offend them. So I'm like, okay, like let me try not to curse around this person. I don't think that's really me not being myself, right? Because like the core of who I am is not somebody who cusses. You know what I mean? Like, will I throw in a decorate something? Sure. But Mm -hmm. do I feel like I am changing my core beliefs? Like, what makes Chanel Chanel? No. So I think when you're altering and, like, filtering who you are, that's when it's like, okay, like, you might now be... um, The way my brain will actually blink. Um, Like, basically, you might now be, like, in problem territory. But I do feel like, like you said, it is a thin line. Um, and also the line between like, is this a normal amount a normal amount of self-awareness or am I being hyper-aware? Like that's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like to a certain extent that's subjective. Like what's normal to someone like might be hyper-aware to me. You know what I mean? And vice versa. So. Right. All right. Well, that was a fun tangent. Um, <laughs> our origin story. <laughs> I was going to say, Chris and I, we like tangents. Yeah. Um, okay. So. The, the reason why um, I was wondering if it would make the most sense to bring up our origin story, how we got to meet and everything was because I feel like that, at least for me, um, was um, it one, it kind of like explains um, our relationship in a way, which we didn't dive too much into, um, but I feel like our relationship is more so the reason, at least for me, um, why, at least like I was thinking like it would make sense for us to have a podcast or it would be fun just because of the kind of conversations we have. Um, and I'm like, you know what? We be making points. We really be out here making points. So I'm like, okay, what's what's easier? Trying to get into TED Talk and just being like, listen to us talk or doing a cute little podcast? Um and, and yeah, um, I don't, I actually know when I think about it, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's kind of how the podcast, uh, idea kind of came to be. Um, I remember, I can't remember what conversation we were having, but I know it was, um, like maybe mid early May. Um, and we were just having a ta 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 like back and forth, back and forth, just vibes, um, and actually, you know, I, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up in our message right now. Um, I, I'm gonna, what did I say? Uh, do you want to... No, that's not how you spell that. Let me see. Start. Okay, did I say do you want to start a podcast? Okay, podcast with you. I'm, I'm going to do that. I, I think it was that. like... Yeah, it wasn't like a formal... Um, it wasn't like, do you want to start a podcast with me? It was like... All right, I'm going to say it. Let's do a podcast. It was very much like that kind of, um, 
that kind of energy. Um, and while like Chris searches it, um, yeah, like her and I often will send one another either like a screenshot or normally it's a screenshot or like a picture or like something we came across on like socials um, and be like thoughts. Like, what do you think about this? Like, what is your take on this? Or send one another like a video, or, like a clip of something that we heard. Um, and sometimes we just have our own random like thoughts, like, um, like, how do you feel about this? Or like, what would it take for you to do that? So we were like, wow, like we're actually having like really well thought out, like valuable conversations. Um, and I don't know about Chris, but I know prior, like I've like always kind of wanted to have like a platform to like speak on, but I could never actually like make myself like do it. So like people like, oh, you should do like YouTube or like, oh, like you should be like a therapist. Like you're so inspirational, like kind of like a Dear Abby column. Um, I was Dear like, Abby. oh, this is so cute. Like, it yes, write Abby. me. Let me read. Yes. Like, I've always kind of been into that. Um, so when Chris was like, like, that's it. Like, I'm let I'm gonna ask you, like, do you want like do you want to do a podcast kind of like tease? I was like, yes, like let's do it. Um, because we do have like honestly really great like in-depth conversations just on a day-to-day. Wait, so what's Dear Abby? Yeah, so Dear Abby is, it was like a columnist um, of sorts. Like, you basically like, Dear Abby, like, my husband has been coming home late and I'm not quite sure if I should confront him because he does work a lot and pay. Like, it was basically like an advice, an advice column of sorts. Um, So, like, Dear Abby is c- kind of almost like, we're coming to your desk with this. Like, what shall we do? And that's being like, mm, let's peel this apart, right? Let's peel the layers off. Let's see what's what. So, yeah. Um, so I found it, I wish I could find the date, but I think we were talking a lot here. Um, so I actually misremember, we weren't really going da 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 on anything. Um, it was actually pretty ran- a pretty random thing of me to say. Um, we had sent a couple of TikToks back and forth and we're talking about those. Um, and that's when I was in Wegmans getting Arizona, no, no, no. That's when I had gotten that, uh, Arizona tea. Yeah. And I got like the lemon flavor and you were like, you got this flavor out of the entire selection. Yeah. Um, and then we were just talking about some other stuff. And I, I remember, not nah, I remember, I'm looking at it. Um, I said, what's the goal you have for this year? Which is kind of like just one of those like random questions we'll have um, for each other that kind of leads into um, a deeper conversation. Um, and then right after that, I was like, I want to make a, co- a podcast with you. There I said it. Um, and it was, yes, that would be so fun, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so that's how it actually started. Um, I feel like that was a really long way of saying we met each other in 2020. We became <laughs> friends. And then one of us was like, let's start a podcast. Yeah. And like, uh-huh. like I said, like it'll be like TikToks or like um... – like one of us would randomly be like, okay, like what's the oldest that, what's the oldest of like a person you'll like befriend or like a person you'll date? And then we'll like literally have a whole conversation. Like by the time we're like an hour into the conversation, we're talking about like grooming and friendships and relationships. Like it's like a whole thing. Right. Um, so we were like, this is what the people need to know, honestly. Like somebody need to hear this. And here we are. So I know that after we were like, let's do a podcast, 
Um, and this, this is honestly all my fault. The entire process could have been expedited. But I guess in my mind, I was thinking, oh, the podcast cover should have both of us. I, I don't know. Like when I think about it now, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But in May, I had a very clear idea. And for whatever reason, it involved us like having pictures. So me and Chanel, we went on Pinterest. We were like looking up like friend poses and everything. And that day it was like, if you're in North Carolina, you know how the the weather is. Like it'll be kind of like how it is right now. It's It's kind of rainy, it's cloudy, but it's still like 85 degrees and humid. And actually that the day that we were... I'm taking photos. I was hung over like a bitch. I was so sick. Um, yeah, I was, I was so sick. <laughs> and, um, so we were like, like, uh, at the park, uh, doing these, um, these poses we saw on Pinterest. Uh, and then we went back to my place and tried doing like some planted, some plant candids kind of thing. Um, and I was thinking we would have, we would pick out the photo that we liked, which we did, then have a portrait of it, and then have um, like that. That would be the the cover. Um, but it wasn't until like weeks later, because around that time I was also moving. Um, so I feel like the conversation of the podcast didn't really come up again until like July. Um, by the time we. Oh, I think it was like by the time I reached out to that Russian girl and had already paid her. Yeah. That I was like, you know what? How how are we gonna actually put the title on here? Yeah. Like I, I was like, I don't know how like the title is actually gonna work on a it just it didn't make as much sense to me anymore. Right. Um and then um y'all will never see this, but <laughs> we got the results and if you mm-hmm. How to say this nicely because I don't want to offend anyone. If you're black, you might have more easily picked up on when I said that it was a Russian person who who drew us. So I'm gonna leave that where that was. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I was like, <laughs> I talked to Chanel. I was like, how do I tell her? This yeah. looks so bad. Yeah, <laughs> my head looked like a trapezoid. Yeah. Um, oh my god, and she really <laughs> did it. And it was still just like, no. Um, and then that's, I think, I don't know if it was you or me. I think it was probably you who like actually looked up podcast cover on like Fiverr or something. And I was like, oh my God, that, what? why did my mind not go there? That there are people who actually make, who like actually do this. Like they will. So, um that was that. Oh, but I feel like I skipped a part. The the actual coming up with the name. Um, do you want to like talk about that? Oh yeah, that was a process. Um, I'm trying to remember. Chris knows I have a horrible, horrible memory. Um, but we essentially wanted, like, we knew that the type of content that we wanted to put out, right? We wanted it to be like lifestyle, but also tailored to conversations surrounding like being a black woman, like navigate, like navigating things as a black woman, relationships with family, relationships with friends, relationships with partners, um, your relationship with like your workspace, right? Like your relationship with yourself. So 
we were trying to incorporate um, those things into a succinct um, title, but also both of us, like, we often have conversations surrounding, like, Black women not really having room to be soft, um, not having, like, stability and security and safety to really be, like, just soft, the softest parts of themselves, basically. Um, yes. So we wanted a title that was, like, like cute, um, but also basically kind of mirrored how our conversations go because they're very much like, um, <laughs> I almost referenced the show, but um, they're very much like, kind of like, like, like Chris was saying, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's very much like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it, it's spur of the moment. It's like, we'll like, it'll like be in depth. Some, some, some things are silly. Some things are serious. Like, it, like it doesn't really, have like, just like complex. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have like this like strict structure. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure like what names we toyed with prior. I don't keep my threads. Don't try to come for me. I, I do have storage, but I don't keep threads that I'm not like, even though Chris and I talk almost daily, I always feel like if I'm, if I have like a long thread with someone, my phone is like your space, your space. And I'm like, I pay you 99 cents a month to have space. But anyway, so I delete my threads when they're like packed. Um, so, but Chris like keeps her threads. So she probably has like some like draft names um, that we like tossed around before we settled on Brown Babe Feel Notes. And so... It's probably not surprising given just how this conversation has gone. It's kind of like, kind of like all over the place. And I think that's also like indicative in our um, text thread as well. Um, So, which makes it hard to actually find um, (laughs) what like what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. It... So this was actually back in May. This was mid-May. I didn't realize that we came up with a name that that early. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking about fonts. Um, and then one of us asked, um, just like, what would a good name be? And so I had mentioned one of our podcasts, not one of our podcasts, one of the, oh my God, a podcast that um, I like. And it was just like the girls' names, like A and B. Um, but I was like, Chris and Chanel just like does not pop uh, the way I, it doesn't like taste as flavorful as I want it to. Um, and so we looked up some black girl podcasts and everything um, and kind of went back and forth around like sort of like the words that we liked. So um, I liked the word diaries. Um, we were thinking about maybe using an AAVE, uh, idiom. And for those who don't know what that is, that's African-American vernacular English. Um, maybe doing like a, a playoff and expression. So Chanel recommended on the rocks or straight, no chaser. Um, and girl, now we're talking about fried fish. So I don't, <laughs> so Chanel was actually uh, came up with the name um, Brown Babe Field Notes because what I had 
um, written was what about black girl field notes? Um, Cause you said that you really liked the word field notes um, and kind of to what um, you were saying a couple of minutes ago, as far as like having this uh, air of softness, um, just, I don't know, brown babe field notes just was kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it just like feels different um, than just um, black girl field notes. Um, but yeah, so that, that was part of the, part of the journey. Um, and we got to the podcast cover and that was fun. The person who did it was really talented. Then we got our jingle, um, which at first neither of us were really like, you know, we were kind of cool on it, especially like coming off of, so I, I think like just the tra- trajectory of getting the, the art, like visually and, uh, musically was just like played a role. So us going from like, like not having a good experience with the, the first person who did our portraits to then having someone who actually knows what they're doing. Um, that just kind of, I feel like got us like really excited and maybe even more excited than we maybe would have been, um, if we weren't going in with very low expectations based off of our initial experience with that person off Instagram, Um, and so at least for me, I was kind of in this high where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to like use fiber for everything. (laughs) Um, and finding people who could do a jingle was kind of a process and a half because everyone was like, oh, I'll write a song for you. And I'm like, I don't no, I don't want that. Right. Um, and so then when we actually got the jingle, it was kind of like the, the high from the podcast cover, which was higher than it probably would have been um if we hadn't had that bad experience it just kind of plummeted because I was like oh okay because I think it's easier to conceptualize something visual um than something musical uh and I I, like we had like so many uh not so many we had like maybe four four references um but I was I liked them so much that I was just thinking, oh, it has to sound exactly like this. Right. And then when it wasn't like plagiarized, basically, I was like, uh, this is kind of mid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I was like maybe a week or a couple of days later, I was just playing it because I was like, damn, do I like this? <laughs> you know, you have to like accept, like basically approve the um, approve the the product that they send you. Um, and so I was playing it and I was like, damn, it's got, you know, it's kind of cute. And then I just went through a phase where I was like, up fucking obsessed with it. I think it is so cute. Um, yeah, that, and yeah, and that was, no, that wasn't the end. Cause then we had to figure out the, the software. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The, jingle, <laughs> the jingle was kind of so, I mean, like Chris said, seeing something visually versus hearing it um it's just easier like with the drawing she was kind of basing it off of pictures that we had sent her of ourselves and together right mm-hmm. so you almost have something to compare it to to be like okay like my head looks like an actual box like this was not it um or like mm-hmm. oh like my nose is half my face like mm, how did you get that from that picture right but with audio right. it's it is hard to compare it right so we kind of told her like the style that we both like um 
we both kind of like like a lo-fi like sound um but we didn't you know like lo-fi they have like work and they have like sleep um so we didn't want something that was too snoozy um but we wanted something that was girly we wanted something that was catchy um something cute and so when i first heard it to me i was just like okay like it was hard for me to be like, I right. like this, or I don't like this because I didn't have anything to hold it up against. Um, and I feel like with images, you can say I like this one more than the other, but with music, for me at least, like I can like two completely different sounds the same um, because they yeah. both do different things for me. You know what I mean? Um, so that was kind of difficult, right. but... I like saved the file like when Kristen did to me and I was kind of like listening to it and I could... I could picture it being our jingle. I literally feel like I said like exactly that to her. Like, I could see this being our jingle. Like, it kind of fades. We start talking. Like, it's our little outro, too. Like, bet. Um, but like Chris said, after the jingle, then we were like, okay, like, what software do we want to use? Um, do we want to use microphones? Um, do we want to do audio and visual? Mm -hmm. Like, do we want multiple softwares? And, like, because some softwares, oh, you can record on it, but you can't edit on it. Or you can record, edit, and post in it. And also looking at, like, the prices of things, considering, like, we're starting up. Um, that was a factor, of course. So trying to, like, do research, really, and figure out, like, what is the best avenue to go down, like, starting off? Right. Right. Um, so that was how we... That was the journey of the podcast. Um so I guess now we can move on to, um, well, I, we're still talking about the podcast basically, but um, moving on from the creation of it and more so thinking about um, what ideas or hopes we have for the future of the podcast. I know earlier you were saying um, when it came to the the title of the podcast is kind of like the vibe we were going for. And I remember maybe June or July or something, I don't know. We were talking about just the different ideas um, that we had as far as once we maybe get, um, get, you know, like a solid listening, a solid amount of like listeners or whatever. Um, and so we were talking about, you know, like, creating a Patreon when the time comes and just kind of like just just different like more like logistic things so I'm curious to hear like outside of that if you have any any hopes for like where like how you would like the podcast to be um even like a month or six months from now yeah that's actually a really good question um so starting off, we kind of discussed posting like weekly, um, but ideally, like I would want us to be able to like post more often and for our posts to kind of reflect like content that not only based on conversations that we enjoy having, but like that our listeners are also curious about, like just our belief and our take on. Um, I feel like when you get to a point where like someone comes to you, I mean, we might have like friends or we like, we go to each other and we're like, how do you feel about this? But like, um, when like a listener does it and it's not coming from like a place of like messiness, right? Like, oh, you heard about the situation. I don't know how you feel about that. And they trying to like shake the table. 
Um, but it's more so like I'm I feel like you have good points. I'm interested in like how you feel about this or like how I should navigate this situation. Um because I feel like there are a lot of people who just don't have like especially in our age group, like we've had this conversation before, like they don't have close friends. Like they don't have like strong friendships. They don't have friendships with black women. Um they struggle with like maintaining their friendships or for some reason they can feel like the outsider in their relationship, like in their, in their friendship, which is a relationship. But like, Oh, like, you know, my two close friends had kids and like, I don't relate to that anymore. Or like my two close friends are religious and like, I don't relate to that anymore. You know what I mean? Um, my goal is really just to like build an audience that we can connect with. Um, and to like be able to, to like make content often. Um, also, like I I mentioned, like the Christian said, the Patreon um, for kind of more like behind the scenes content. Um, I think that'll be fun. I've seen like people have Patreons, and I just I think they're cute. I think they're interesting. It kind of helps you get to know like your host more. Um, and of course, like when we have certain conversations, we kind of share our own stories and, you know, things like that. But I think for like a more in-depth feel, I think uh, Patreon will be dope. Um, but yeah, those are like some, that's ultimately like my goal or like my vision for for Brown Babe Field Notes. What about you? Um, It's funny because five seconds ago, I thought I had an answer. Um. And I'm just thinking of, like, outside of the logistics of, like, having a Patreon or um, even having people, um, what is it that they have on Anchor? Where you can, like, where they can, like, do voice messages or, like, you can, like, put a poll yeah. or whatever. Um, even outside of that, I'm just thinking, what do I actually want from the podcast? Right. Um and it's actually kind of tying in for me at least the next topic um, about like our fears and hesitations and I guess like at the bare minimum I just in the next I mean it's probably maybe won't happen in like the next month that's only like a couple of episodes from now but even over the next couple of months um just having a product whatever we want to call this um a, a space where it feels authentic but also uniquely ours um and so authentic uniquely ours and representative um i feel like just throughout my life i've kind of had to pick either one or two and never had like all three so something could be uh authentic and it could be uniquely me but it didn't necessarily feel like representative of like the wholeness of like who i am yeah um and I think I, at least for me, I get into a, what are a thought pattern, something where I feel like things have to be perfect. Right. Um, and so in order for them to be perfect, I can't just live candidly or do things candidly and just like let the universe or whatever life like uh, situate itself and figure it out for me. Um, so I guess like at the the very least, that's just like what I would want is us having a space where um, a couple of months down the road or whenever um, it just feels like we're in the groove um, 
and how we were saying a couple of months ago um, that we didn't necessarily want to have stuff like super strict in the beginning as far as like, oh, we can like have this section and this section and this this section because we want the podcast to develop its own personality organically. Um, but I think it, it would just be nice to like be in a space in the future where I can like look back and be like, see, I had nothing to worry about because it figured itself out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think in the description like we had the we in the description we had the description obviously as, as far as like what we want to talk about but um yeah but yeah you were gonna say something yeah I think you make a good point um when you guys started talking um I was thinking and I'm like I feel like the reason I've always essentially kind of wanted a platform of sorts I'm not sure if you've ever thought to like do YouTube or anything like that but um is because I wanted a place where I can like be myself and also connect with others. And kind of how you said, like to a certain extent, you feel like you have to choose. I felt like that before. Like I felt like that, I felt like that in the workplace. I feel like that, um, I felt like that in relationships. I felt like that in friendships where it's like, can I fully, wholly, vulnerably be myself and still connect with people? You know what I mean? Like, not even a matter of still being accepted, but like still connect with others, like as I am without having to like dumb anything down or like, you know, any anything of that nature. So that was just something that crossed my mind um when you guys started speaking. Um having a platform where you can be yourself, um, but also connect with other people and assist other people and like like you're just being you, right? Like you're not performing. Um, having a space that right. isn't performative, I think, is important, especially as a black woman. Oh. Right. Um, yeah, I think the the candidness is also something that I really want. I mean, that's not something that you can really plan or yeah. um, just create uh, in the like on your own. It has to just happen organically, which right. means that. For me, at least, I have to, like, let go of the idea that it has to be a certain way. It has to be perfect or whatever. Um, and, yeah. Um, one other, though, <laughs> um, kind of, like, fear I have, um, or is there something that kind of, like, makes me anxious in regard to the podcast is since it's also a visual podcast, um, I feel like now I have, like, the added stress of wanting to look presentable. Um, so like even like a little before, uh, we got on to record, I was like freaking out about my hair. So I, um, you guys obviously wouldn't know, but yesterday I, um, I took out my, my knotless braids and I, I could have waited until today to do it, but I like getting these moments where I'm like, if something gets in my mind, I want to do it right that second. Um, so for me, I was like, oh no, I have to wash my hair tonight. Um, so I took out my braids, washed my hair, plaited it. And then I took it out, um, today. And I was like, I look like boo-boo the fool. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Um, and so even like, ha like then like, that's why I'm wearing a scarf basically. Oh, I'm wearing a scarf and then like getting earrings. Um, and so it's kind of funny that you mentioned like it's, rare to have a space for black women where they don't have to basically perform 
Um, right. and that could be its own conversation just about like yeah. presentableness in like yeah. the black community, specifically with black women. Yeah. Um, but that was just something that that also just kind of like makes me a little anxious since we have that added component of a visual um, podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's always, um, even when I thought of like doing YouTube, like that's something that's always been like a, a weird spot for me is not necessarily being on camera, but like literally right before this, um, right before Chris and I started recording, I was like, my face is slanted. Like, if you have an iPhone, you know the iPhone like flips you and my face like will look diagonal and I will like I cannot stop thinking about it. So it'll drive me crazy. And like I won't even be thinking about like what I'm saying. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I look this way, I look that way. Um right. and it's interesting you say that. So about a few months ago, I was going through it. I had like finished um my massage program. And I graduated, I was stressed, and I cut all my hair off. I was like, I'm over it, I'm sick of it. Um, and so whenever I have my hair cut, I only like it when it's like buzzed low or when it's at least like six months grown out. I hate the in-between phase. Um, right. so this is obviously a wig, <laughs> but um, my, my goal, I had to like think about it for a while, but like I wanna lock my hair. So the in-between phase um, of like my hair growing out, I'm just like, oh my God, it drives me crazy. But again, Chris brought up a good point of like being presentable as a black woman, but also like it starts when we're like little girls, right? Like your hair being done, like what you're wearing, but also like, again, this will be, a, this we'll probably end up doing a separate podcast on this, but like it coming down to like reflecting on your parents and their parenting and I mean, we're both adults, like in our 20s, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, like I could go outside in an actual hefty bag with a hole in it. And like, who's going to do what? Right. Like, who's going to do what? You know what I mean? So that's a conversation that that'll probably end up happening. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. So that was um, just kind of like the journey, just everything specifically related to um, the podcast. And so we kind of um, sort of talked about it um, earlier um, when we were talking about like our origin story. Um, and maybe like you guys have gotten an idea just about like our personality and everything. Um, but we also wanted to do a section where you all could just kind of get to know us, but like not in an annoying, um, not in like an annoying icebreaker kind of way, um, but more so just like in a, like a non-traditional way. So I have, what the hell? Um, I have um, some cards, some like conversation cards. They are, it's called Reflex. Um, I can't remember the website. Um, but it's called Reflex and, um, que Reflex questions you actually want to answer. So I figure we'll just, you know, shuffle these bad boys and see what the Lord gives us. Oh my God. Are these, what the hell? Oh man, they're, they're mixed up. Damn it. Okay. Um, cool. This one, we'll just do this one. Um, what themes keep popping up in your dreams? Um, so yeah, do you, you want to, you can go. Mm. 
So I, for me personally, I don't have any. <laughs> I was just going to say, I haven't recently had a dream that I remember. When I was younger, I used to have like, I used to be big into dreams. Like I, I had a dream journal where I, like I could look up like symbols and like what it meant. And to be honest, they're almost always like on point, right? Like if I have a dream and what stands out in the dream, there could be many facets, but if what stands out is like, uh, uh um, I'm, I'm thinking the word waterfall, but that's not what I want. It's like a, um, like a wave or a tsunami, like a big wave crashing okay. type, right? So if I look that up, it will like reflect exactly like what I've been feeling, my thoughts, like what's been going on in my life. Um, but I haven't been having dreams that I remember, honestly. How long has that been? Is that, so you said like when you were a kid, you had vivid dreams. Um, and now you don't really have dreams like that or ones that you remember. Was right. that, has that been since you were a kid or like how recently is the whole um, dream thing? I would say a few like years. It really depends. Like there are times where I'll have like, a vivid dream where I remember some, where I remember something, um, but it's rare. Like I, I honestly cannot pinpoint, um, like when I'll have one that I remember and when I won't. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what about you? I kind of similar. I had dreams more often when I was younger. I do remember when I was thirteen, there was a period. Um, where I was kind of having premonitions in a way. So I would dream something and then it would happen within like, like at school or something. Okay. Um, but also I like went through a period where I was like having in the same period, I was having a lot of nightmares. Okay. So coupling nightmares with premonition, you're just kind of like, okay, this is going to happen. It's going to be bad going to happen today. Um, and I think that's also around the time, and I might have done this a little before, um, but that was around the time that I also started to have like lucid dreams. I didn't know that they were lucid dreams at the time. Um, but like if I was having a nightmare, for instance, um, I will usually feel like I can't control myself. So mm. like if something's coming towards me, it's like I can't make myself move. Mm. But, and that so that's like me in like my, my front brain in my mm. dream, but in my base brain in my dream, I know that I am dreaming. Yeah. Um, and so it's almost like there's like still like that small part of me that is awake. That's just trying to communicate to my, to my dream self. And right. it's almost like I like, like my, my throat is caught and I can't really like tell myself, Hey, you can move. This is a dream. Right. Um, but there were moments around that period where, since I was having so many nightmares, um, I just tried practicing that. Um, and when I told myself and I was able to communicate to myself, this is a dream, um, I was able to like move my body and my dream and everything. Um, and like basically like have it not be a nightmare anymore. But yeah, yeah usually I don't have dreams. And if I do, I forget them within like five minutes. Yeah, some people are like, oh, write them down, like have a notebook next to your bed. But like the way my sleep will be disrupted if I like wake up a little bit and then I'm like, let me write this down. Like, let's mm -hmm. not do that. Right. Let, let's not do that. Like I already keep like a nightlight in my bathroom to avoid 
flipping the whole light on and messing up my sleep. So I'm just like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we have like 10 minutes left before the recording stops because we are doing a free trial um, right now for the software. Sure. Um, we can do this in like the next four or five minutes and then we can wrap up um, over like the last couple of minutes. Yeah. So, mm, okay, this this might turn into a thing. Um, are you more likely to judge someone by their words or their actions? Actions, for sure. Like, <clears throat> because I feel like intent doesn't matter when the execution is not there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I could be like, Chris, like, I'm sorry I snatched your scarf off. And then if I snatch it up, you're going to be like, you're not acting like someone who's sorry. And a keyword mm-hmm. would be acting, right? So I'm definitely more so someone who's looking at who's looking at action versus intention. Like, my love language is intention and action lining up. I can't even hold <laughs> you. And that's for friends. That's relationships. All across the board, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm holding you accountable for what you're saying, right? Like, mm-hmm. like. If your actions are not lining up with your words, like, why would I believe your words, right? So for me, definitely, definitely hands down action. What about you? I would, I feel like on a regular day, I would say actions. But the way I interpreted the question Mm. was, I I really focused on the word judge. Mm. Um, And so to me, like, I have, like, a negative association with judge. So I'm thinking you're judging someone. You're being judgmental. Mm. Um, And so I feel like at least the severity to which I judge, um, especially like with like first impressions, I feel like it's words instead of actions. Because like if someone, for instance, does something dumb in Target, I might be like, you know what? Let me put myself in their shoes. And then that kind of helps me like just kind of like empathize and be like, okay, it's, it's not that deep. Um, but if someone like fixes their mouth to say some bullshit, yeah. I'm just like, you, 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 uh, you said mm, that, you said that, yeah. <laughs> you said that, uh, whether it's like, and uh, it's, I don't know why. Um, and, and so like, like if I'm in like in a relationship, uh, whether platonic, romantic, right. long-term, definitely like I judge people by their actions. Yeah. Um, so like, I like will judge the quality of their character and their respect towards me by their actions. But when it actually comes to judging a person, um, at least initially, their their words will will sometimes like set me off sooner than actions will. Like if someone like kind of d- does a weird move, I might be like, all right, I'm gonna maybe maybe that was a slip. But if someone like says something I'm more likely to to be annoyed because mm-hmm. now I feel like I gotta I gotta argue with you now I feel like mm-hmm. I gotta argue with you um so yeah I, w- I would say it's kind of both <laughs> but yeah. see and I'm not an arguer like if I notice like you're like you on weird time I'm just like Ugh. like I'm like a fallbacker I'm just like okay like because at this, at our big old ages, like, baby, like, 
Chanel had about to be Miss Frizzle and, and educating you on like why you said what you said and why you went about it this way. And I'm like, y'all don't see no kids in here. I got this little raggedy doll. Y'all don't see no kids in here. So for me to have to like sit an adult down and be like, look, like when you carry the one and you square root the two, like maybe that's not Z. Like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm almost frustrated the conversation even had to happen. So now I'm like, I'm still going to be like, ooh, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that, that stuff, that's an interesting one. I'm, I'm yeah. going to check this later. Um, but, okay, I guess we can um, go ahead and wrap up. Um, it's funny because I was kind of – skimming podcasts to just kind of see like how people do podcasts as if I have never heard of a podcast before. Um, and I, which is kind of like me a lot of times, um, whether it's a YouTube video or a Netflix show, I never finished any of the podcasts. So I never heard like any of the outros. So I'm just like, do people just say bye? Yeah. But even in meetings, I suck at just like when I'm done doing a training or something, I'm just like, okay. Yes. Um, bye, I guess. Um, but I guess here, um, we can just let y'all know, um, where to find us. So on all socials, except for Twitter, cause we don't have a Twitter right now. Correct. Um, on all socials, except for Twitter, you can find us, um, at, at Brown Babe Field Notes. Um, and we will be posting these podcasts, um, on Wednesdays. Is it Wednesdays? I think so. Yeah. So every yeah. So every Wednesday, um, you guys can expect to hear from us. Um, and if you made it this far, thank you. Um, (laughs) I know this was kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah. So that's that for the first episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should be celebrating or what, but (laughs) yeah. So um, I guess we will. See you guys next week after, I think, after Labor Day. After. Um, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we'll see you guys um, next week. Um, Have a good one, y'all. Bye.